come to me, Jesus says. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. You will find rest for your souls. But the Christmas season can be so busy and stressful. This Advent, the Lord Jesus wants to teach us and empower us to enjoy God's love and be a blessing to others. So on Soul Talks for Advent, we'll be drawing on our book, Your Best Life in Jesus' Easy Yoke. We'll discuss examples of how Jesus helps us handle stress and his rhythms of grace. Thanks for being in our community, Soul Talks friends. We're blessed to share with you on these podcasts. We enjoy hearing from you. Alvin Helms, thanks for your review on the Soul Talks podcast. I always learn something when I listen to this podcast. Wisdom, warmth, and a passion for grace based on Christian living. That is a great mark that we want to hit in all these podcasts, Christy. We want to be tuned into the Spirit of Jesus in a way that he helps us to offer his wisdom and warmth and grace to our listening friends. Yes, Lord, may it be. Well, Bill, I've been sitting here at the microphone cuddling with our warm, cuddly cat purring, and you're holding a donkey. (laughs) (laughs) I'm on the cat. You're holding a donkey. (laughs) You'd rather hold a a cuddly, furry cat than a donkey? I would. (laughs) Hee-haw. (laughs) Hee-haw. I won't say what it's really called, but you're not that. I hope you're not identifying with that. Oh, you mean I'm not a jackass. (laughs) That's what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) You wouldn't say it, but I said it. (laughs) Yeah, so I am holding a donkey because uh, it's Advent, and Advent is about the coming of Christ. And for a a number of years now, we've had a tradition, uh, you and I, Christine, in which we pick one of the characters from our nativity set to help us in uh, some gospel meditations Mm -hmm. around the birth of Christ and to be in the spirit of the season and to see what the Lord might want to say to us through that. And so I picked the, we have uh, 15 prayer cards in our Advent resources uh, devotional that you can get in our Soul Shepherding store for uh, just a small donation to Soul Shepherding. And the card I picked is the, the donkey. The donkey is one of the characters in the story. And so this is what the meditation says, and it has a picture of Joseph and Mary uh, walking along with Mary heavily pregnant and on the donkey as Joseph is leading her, and they're heading to Bethlehem for the census. And the meditation here is, it can be a blessing to carry a burden. Mm -hmm. When Mary was heavy with child, she and Joseph had to travel 70 miles from Nazareth to Bethlehem to register for the census. Probably a donkey carried Mary with the baby Jesus in her womb on the four-day journey. If only the donkey could have known that he wasn't just carrying a heavy burden, he was helping to provide for the birth of the Savior of the world. What burden are you carrying? Pray that God would show you the blessing in it. Then pray for someone else who is burdened. That's great, honey. You must be identifying with the donkey and the weight of a burden right now to pick that. I am. I, I didn't want to. <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> but yeah, it struck me that line, it can be a blessing to carry a burden. And I'm carrying some burdens, as I've shared on Soul Shepherding, probably a few times in the last number of months that the uh, leadership challenges and opportunities that we're having in our ministry that have uh, been a process for us 
has been very good and we're making progress and God's really helping us and uh, partners are helping us. And uh, it's, it's all about trusting the Lord that Soul Shepherding would continue to grow and flourish and help pastors and missionaries and counselors and small group leaders and people like you who are listening to us right now. And we love this, but there's some challenges rethinking things and our organization stretching and growing and taking on new teammates and learning better how to work through other people so that we're not doing all the work (laughs) and to extend that benefit. So there is a a challenge with that and a weight Mm -hmm. with that as leaders. So that's what I relate to. And then also most every day I sit down and have conversations with pastors and other leaders one-on-one and in groups, and I empathize with them and care for them and take on a lot of challenges. And so I feel that weight also. Yeah. We carry the burdens of the pastors and ministers with them. We empathize with them. We contain a lot of their emotions. And so we feel that. We feel burden for them sometimes, with them sometimes. And there's such good men and yeah. women, and it's such an honor yeah. to do this. And it really it's, is a, a blessing yes, it to is. come alongside a leader and carry that burden. Mm-hmm. And even the, the challenges that we've had with soul shepherding and our operations and administration and all that, there's a great blessing that we thank God for regularly that we get to lead soul shepherding and just seeing the ways that he's using our ministry. But it helps to be reminded of that. And so I think of this uh, donkey here, and it helps me to pray that like, oh, Lord, what great thing are you birthing here? in this conversation I had today with this pastor or in the changes and opportunities in our ministry. Well, honey, doing this Advent exercise every year, we've been doing this for over a decade, journeying with a character from the Christmas story throughout the Advent season and letting the Lord speak to us through that and listening to the Lord as we identify with that character has just been such a rich tradition. I'm so thankful for it. And so I do have a cat on my lap, but I also am holding a camel. And I was drawn to the camel this year. It's the first time I've been drawn to the camel. Although I do remember when we were dating, you told your friend when I was over at his apartment that, uh, yes, I wanted a glass of water. I'm a camel. <laughs> and I thought it was, you know, you were saying, well, because I have two humps. But, <laughs> but you said, no, it's because you drink a ton of water. You're always drinking water. <laughs> I guess camels drink a lot of water. (laughs) But that's not why I picked the camel this time. Well, I'm glad to know that. (laughs) I picked the camel because it says on on the Advent resource that you've created that we have in our store, when you step out on a faith adventure, God will guide you. The camels that carried the Magi across the desert had a long journey across the desert sands. Perhaps as long as 500 miles over 25 days. Probably they felt tired and lost. Their masters, the Magi, were trying to follow a star to find the Christ child. The Magi didn't know where they were going, but they knew the one who was leading them. What decision or opportunity do you need God's help with? Pray for God's guidance, that your journey would lead you closer to Christ, and pray for someone else who needs God's help. So I was drawn to that for the same reason you were, because we're on a journey here with Soul Shepherding, and in a season where... Sometimes I don't know where we're going. It's a little disorienting, and I know where we've been. But, you know, I, I said I feel like Soul Shepherding is kind of in a little bit of a midlife crisis. We've been doing this now for a long time, and uh, we've known what we're doing. But right now, it's a little bit cloudy and fuzzy. Where's God leading us? And so we're waiting on him in some areas and seeking his direction. Mm-hmm. So that's why I picked the camel. Yeah, this is a journey that can be tiring. 
mm-hmm. uh, discombobulating yeah. new, new ways and new partners. And it's longer than I want it to be, <laughs> you yeah. know, this, sure. this desert we're in. in we'd, a like, sense. we'd like closure. Yeah. We'd like clarity. Yeah. And I think we have increasing clarity around our vision and a lot of things about our ministry, but some of the operational details and realigning of roles and uh, how to proceed with all of that is a, a journey of trust. That's it what is. I hear you saying is yeah. tr- trusting the Lord mm-hmm. step by step. Yes. And so the, the timing of Advent is helpful because it reminds us that Jesus comes to us. And that's what we're talking about on Soul Talks in this Advent series. So this is the first of four podcasts that we're doing on Advent. And our theme today is relaxed and fruitful with Jesus. And when we talk about Advent, the thing we usually think about is the birth of Christ. And these devotionals are centered around the nativity story and different characters that um, most of us have in a nativity set. And so that it's a fun way of celebrating Advent and generating conversation in a small group or even a family meal or, or a meal with friends. And each person uh, in the group can pick one of these prayer cards that we have in our Advent resource. And you can even use your nativity set to like we like to do mm-hmm. to help set with up that the figures by the cards yeah mm-hmm. each each card has one of the figures from the nativity set and so it, it's a a light and fun way to get into some sharing of that's personal it's of mm-hmm. the heart and even to pray for each other if you want or you can keep it simpler we've even done it with you know little kids in the family over the years and so um so usually we think of advent is about the birth of jesus but it's also really and mostly just about the incarnation it's about the Son of God, leaving heaven and taking on the limitations of a human being to come to us and to be our mediator with God for our, the forgiveness of our sins and reconciling us uh, with God and so forth. And so we want to look at some ways that Jesus comes to us and brings us his peace. And specifically, we're going to do uh, uh, some Bible studies from another soul shepherding resource, I know many of you listeners have a copy of Your Best Life in Jesus' Easy Yoke, which you can get as a paperback or you can get it as a, a Kindle, and that's available on our Soul Shepherding online store also. Anything you purchase in that store, it's the same as making a donation in the sense that that just goes into it's revenue for our ministry to support what we do, which we really appreciate. And so I love this book. I've been using it, leading a group of pastors uh, through the Easy Oak book, and I read along with them and do the exercises along with them, and I'm learning and growing. And one of my favorite things that I come back to time and again is the different Bible studies that we have on Jesus here Mm -hmm. in the book. And so we're going to look at four of those. And the first one, uh, right at the beginning of the book, is on uh, the the coming of Christ to us and how he ministers the Easy Oak to us and intimacy with the Father through him and ministers the uh, peace of the Lord. So we're calling this relaxed and fruitful. Well, um, I think it's helpful to tell our listeners that a yoke is a teaching. Mm-hmm. And so in Jesus' days, the rabbis had a, had a yoke that was their teaching. And in that day, it was very legalistic. It was very heavy. It was very hard, mm-hmm. very, very hard. And so Jesus comes with this teaching that is, it's light, it's easy. It's, it's an invitation to a relaxed and fruitful life. There's no better way to celebrate Advent than to learn better how to live and work in the easy yoke of Jesus. That's and, really important. You said work, and that's really important because there's work to do. 
in a yoke. So, because a yoke is also a board, a couple boards fastened together that yoke a, an experienced old ox with strong ox with a new young ox with a lot of zeal, but no training and needs, <laughs> needs to learn mm-hmm. this the way to work relaxed and so it doesn't burn out and collapse and hurt itself, rhythm against the, the yoke. And so that's also a metaphor here in this. Yeah, it's a two-person yoke, and we're getting in the yoke with Jesus. He's the lead ox, and we're the, the young ox, the apprentice, and we're learning from him how to walk uh, in step with him and how to do the work, pull the plow across the field because people need to eat, and we, we need to farm this field, and how to do that in a way that's uh, relaxed, that's uh, joyful, and we're in conversation with Jesus, so, our Lord so and our friend. So give me an example from the scripture of this. So we have... Mark chapter 1, verses 12 to 13, when it's time to launch his public ministry, Jesus is unhurried and goes to the desert to pray for 40 days. That's an example of Jesus being relaxed, and that enables him to be fruitful, this retreat that he goes on. Yeah, that he didn't launch his ministry like we would, 100 miles an hour, you know, Mm -hmm. frantically working, he's got to save the world. He took his time preparing and praying and resting in God and getting himself aligned with being submitted to the Father and working in tandem with him. Because Jesus is in an easy yoke. He's in the yoke with the Father. Praise God for that. Mark three thirty-one to 34, when Jesus' family tries to manipulate him in front of a crowd, he calmly sets a boundary. And that's a surprising example, isn't it? It is. Very. Jesus has some family stress in his life, and there's some, some tensions and some conflict where his, his, his mother and his brothers, they have expectations of him, and uh, they, they are embarrassed perhaps by him, or they want him to do things for them. And he says, no, I, I need to be about my father's business here. No, this ministry of, of healing, of feeding people, uh, is this is what I'm about. And Yeah, know. he doesn't get all anxious to please his family, his mom. He's more about pleasing the Father and relaxed and that he's doing what the Father's asked him to do. And that's what the easy yoke enables us to do. It enables us to be loving to people, to bless people, even difficult people, but to have boundaries within that. And so Jesus is our master. So another example from this Bible study, this, this one's based on uh, Mark chapter 6. You can see the pattern here. We're in the Gospel of, of Mark. Mark chapter 6, verses 32 to 44 when crowds interrupt Jesus' retreat, he patiently feeds them. And that's a, a surprising example there that Jesus, first of all, you might not have thought about Jesus taking retreats, and he has lots of time that he goes off in lonely places to pray. He has many uh, occasions of long walks from one city to another, uh, one village to another in the countryside, and a lot of that's in quiet and in prayer and enjoying nature and resting. And so he, he did a lot of getting away from people and resting and uh, fostering that experienced intimacy with the Father, and that's the source of his fruitfulness, is that perfect submission to God. That's the easy yoke at work. So when his retreat gets interrupted, he has the energy and the power and the compassion to feed the people, to minister mm-hmm. to them spiritually and physically, because it's when he feeds the thousands. He has bandwidth. Jesus doesn't do it like we tend to do it, where as leaders, as parents, we tend to 
work hard, too hard perhaps, and then maybe we get some rest afterwards. Jesus rested first. He kept a Sabbath day. He got plenty of rest. And so he had bandwidth to be interrupted and for crisis situations and for people to draw on him. And then this next one in Mark 4, when Jesus is in a small boat at sea and he gets caught in a life-threatening storm, and yet he's able to nap. And it's from that place of peace in the embrace of the Father that he has the power to calm the storm. So there again, he's relaxed and fruitful. Then later in Mark, a couple examples from chapter 11 and chapter 12, when he sees loan sharks and hucksters turning his father's house into a marketplace and taking advantage of the poor, he takes time to weave a rope to drive them out. And that's a surprising example. It doesn't seem like an easy yoke, perhaps. Maybe a new thought for you listening, that as Jesus is cleansing the temple, he's in a, uh, and there's some anger there and some justice ministry going on for the poor, that he's been very prayerful and deliberate about this in ministering the love of the Father to the poor and the, the needy to make space for them to be in the temple to pray. And then in Mark 12, when the religious scholars gang up on him with trick questions, he speaks the truth in love to them. And that's a difficult thing to do when people are criticizing you, opposing you, to have the gentle answer that turns away wrath, mm-hmm. as the proverb says. Yeah. And Jesus is a master at that. He's a master at speaking the word that is truthful, that someone needs to look at, but offering it in a gracious way. In Mark chapter 14, when Jesus is sweating drops of blood in the Garden of Gethsemane, he finds comfort in God as Abba. There's another surprising situation that does not look like an easy yoke. He's in great anguish. Uh, in his prayers as he's going to the cross spiritually, mm-hmm. battling Satan and wrestling within himself to take on the sin of humanity mm-hmm. and endure all that physical suffering and spiritual suffering. But don't miss that angels are there to strengthen him. The Father is there loving him, and Jesus is being nourished and comforted in love that's giving him the power to persevere in prayer and to defeat Satan and to go to the cross for us and die publicly for our sins and our forgiveness and our resurrection into eternal life. And then in Luke 23, while being tortured to death, he lovingly ministers to everyone around him, including his enemies. It's a a beautiful picture of how Jesus comes to us in love in every circumstance. I often say if it wasn't for the way that Jesus died, loving his enemies, caring for all the people around him as he's suffering on the cross, if we didn't see agape love so clearly in our Isaiah 53 Messiah, if we didn't see that, the humility of God in in a man, if we we didn't see that, we'd have nothing. It's his perfection is best seen in his suffering and how he loves us. And so that is the power of the easy yoke of Jesus, his intimacy with the Father, his submission to the Father. That shows how when we, even in great stress and difficulty, we can relax, that's the power to be fruitful. And that's what we want in our our lives and the things that uh, we 
uh, where I'm that donkey carrying that burden and you're that camel making that long journey. That's what the pastor I met with who's having some challenges in his marriage and having some difficulties and some conflict there and not feeling supported and affirmed and missing the intimacy that he wants and struggling with how to, how to work this through, you know, and how to have the kind of marriage that uh, where he can be really a blessing to his wife and that will be a strength for the family and support his ministry and his church. And well, he's learning how to walk in the easy yoke of Jesus, how to find that place of rest in some disappointment and some stress. And that the more he does that, the more there is power to be fruitful. So whatever circumstance we find ourselves in, we want to learn how to be uh, guarded, as Paul says in Philippians, let the peace of Christ guard your hearts. And that's the easy yoke. And these are not the typical Advent scriptures, but I think they are all about the coming of Christ to us in the Gospels 2,000 years ago and today. Lord Jesus, how grateful we are to you that you come for us in our difficulty, in our need, in our stress. And we just pray, Lord, this Advent, that you would awaken us to your coming and that we would respond relaxing in your love and letting you do your work deep in us such that we could bear fruit for your glory. Mm-hmm. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. This podcast is sponsored by people like you who donate to the nonprofit ministry of Soul Shepherding. Your donations subsidize counseling and mentoring for pastors, missionaries, and other men and women in ministry. It's easy to make a tax-deductible donation on soulshepherding.org or by mailing a check. Also on our website, you can purchase one of our resources, including our Easy Yoke book and our Advent devotional and prayer cards. These make great Christmas gifts. Thank you for supporting the ministry of Soul Shepherding.